Welcome. I'm Katherine Damon, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. And I'm Julie Maxey, and I'm a licensed attorney. And, and together, together we are, we are the, counselors. the counselors. Damn it. Hello. Dear Lord. <gasps> it Please help this work. <laughs> Lord Jesus, we invite you into this podcast <laughs> just to make the sound work. <laughs> All right, we're good. Thanks, Jesus. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, man, what a day. What a day, indeed. How was your day? Well, it's one of those days where nothing really goes very well. Okay. Um, but you know what? It's all right. And uh, I'm here now. Here I am now. There's always... Gonna... Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. TGIF tomorrow. Oh yeah, it is Friday. You know what I miss? TGIF, the the shows. Okay, I was trying to tell somebody about Step by Step the other day, oh and they gosh. didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, Susan Summers and Frank Duffy. <laughs> I had the same birthday. I guess I do. I assume she's still alive. Um, the same birthday as one of the daughters, Karen. I can't remember. Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Was Alex. Here you go. Wait, was that her name? It was a boy's name because she was a tomboy. She went by Al. There you go. Because you can never be totally sure a character in a show was a tomboy unless they also had a boy's name. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Which is how I know without even watching that Reese Witherspoon's character in the morning show is a tomboy. What's her name? It's like Jackson something. All right. <laughs> Jackson. It's ridiculous. Hold on, let me look it up. Hold on. That literally means like son of Jack. Listen, I didn't write the show. Uh, I well, I know. I'm not, I'm not getting on to you, but <laughs> Listen, don't get mad at me. Not Frank Duffy Pepper, Bradley Jackson. Oh, so like Brad from Hey Dude. Yes. Hey mm-hmm. Dude. Oh my God, such a good show. <laughs> All right, so Stacy Keenan was Dana. Okay. Oh, that's the reason I was talking about the show because she, a long time ago, was on a show called My Two Dads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was asking if they knew that show and they were like uh no and i was like you know dana from step by step they didn't know what i was talking about there either but yeah she was on my two dads before she was on step by step right yes yeah because that was when she was like really young just a wee little thing yeah so her birthday is june 6th so it's not so not dana i knew it was karen i already knew i don't know why i didn't check her first (laughs) and her name is angela Oh my gosh, that's my middle name. I know. Yeah, November 12th, 1975. Same year and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I wonder if, like, we put, like, too much of our own information on this podcast that, like, people could put together, like, a profile and, like, find us. 
Do you ever? Yeah. Do you ever think I about mean, that? I mean, and then I think like no one cares. And right. then I think, what if they find out that I'm Catherine Damon from Beaumont? <laughs> and then they go to Beaumont and they find Catherine Damon. But plot twist, it's the other Catherine Damon from Beaumont. And they threaten her, which is just payback for the time I almost got beat up in high school because she <laughs> made out with someone's boyfriend. Uh, she has it coming, though. Yeah, really so scary. Scariest moment of my life, honestly. <laughs> the one time I almost got beat up in high school for someone else's makeout. Wow. And I was like, and I've never even kissed anyone ever. Right. It you literally, didn't even get to do the fun part. Yeah. It literally could not be me. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's okay. I wonder what she's up to these days. The other Catherine Damon. Yeah. I would bet she's still Katie. in Beaumont. I don't know. I mean, listen. <laughs> At least I got out of here for a while. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. If you boomerang, it's different. Listen, I... everybody live your life, okay? I don't even know this girl. Like, we were literally <laughs> in the same high school with literally the same name. And I think I've never met her. I feel like she showed may know on facebook for a while mm-hmm. she showed up on and mine like, too and i got no ma- i got mad at it <laughs> i think i hit her <laughs> there's only room for one Catherine damon in this friends list does she spell it with a c or a k it's all sorts of wild from mine i think it's a oh, i don't remember i think it's a c i think it's a c but with a weird ending Maybe R Y N or something. Ugh, maybe. <laughs> Some of these parents were trying to be fancy. Um, anyway, I do not know the other Catherine Damon. If anyone <laughs> talks to her, I'm sure she's a fine person who almost got me beat up in high school. So I'm I'm looking now if there are other Julie Maxies on here. Also, you know who should have been getting threatened to beat up? The guy who had the girlfriend who made out with another girl. Right. What is that? Like, let's talk about that. Like, why are you going to fight over someone that's cheating on you? Yeah. Why are you going to beat up Catherine Damon when she was just getting her smooch on? Why don't you beat up the person who had a boyfriend, who had a girlfriend, who was a boyfriend? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now I'm lost. (laughs) trust me on this one um i have something to say okay say it first and foremost for everyone who listened to our previous episode um and i mean to everyone really um i want to apologize for starting this whole hubble um (laughs) with hallmark Apparently, right? we started a full national conversation. <laughs> we started double boycotts. Wow. We upset so many straight people. <laughs> um, which I already do on a daily basis, just existing. Right. And having a wife. I put the wife in quotes, don't worry. <laughs> but we really did upset the straights. Um, 
to another level of the heteros or upsetero. Oh no, <laughs> that's good. And uh, it's stolen from the internet, but we'll pretend I came up with it. Um, yeah. But I do. Uh, I want to apologize because we started a whole thing. It was really unnecessary, and at the end of the day, um, it all comes down to what's more important to Hallmark, and the answer is advertising dollars. Yep. Yep. The money wins every time. Money wins every time. So. (laughs) Yeah, we really did uh, start a revolution. Mm -hmm. And uh, does that make us influencers? Yes. Mm -hmm. I am 100% claiming we are influencers now because we did this. So uh, just the two of us and no one else. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to update my resume with that. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I have have another announcement to make. Oh, okay. Um, Number two. Do you want to know the highlight of my day? Yes, please. I got my Christmas card from your parents. Oh, good. Yeah. Did you see the back? No. What? What? <gasps> Wait, there was a back? Yes, girl. That's the most important part. Oh my gosh, hold on. I gotta go to the fridge. I just saw the cute family picture and then I put it up on the fridge. <gasps> you, oh my gosh, you made it. I was going to make a comment about how you didn't make the picture. Yeah, but also who else made it? Yeah, SM. Yeah. Right. Oh my god, this is... They send that out to people. This is big time. They did send this out, so they didn't just send it to me. (laughs) Well, I know that I got one and you got one. Okay. So 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 far, okay, we're gonna have to find a straight person (laughs) and ask if they got the same card. Oh my gosh! Big shout out to Bill and Deb. I know. I was proud. This is. I was. I was touched. Really. (sighs) This is really exciting. Now I'm even more excited about this moment. And they got her a stocking for the mantle. Wow. Yeah, with her name embroidered on it. Wow. Do they, Which means, like, did they go I guess the we're mon- going with this now. Did they- <laughs> You're in it. <laughs> um, did, they, did they go to the monogram shop? I don't know who she gets to do it. But we all have, like, monogrammed stockings. As you do. And... So mine's one of the originals, obviously, because I was like... You're one of the originals. An actual child of theirs. <laughs> um, and then as, like, kids have come along, mm-hmm. and then she's the last one to the party, but that's okay. Are they, like, slightly different? Like, there's waves, like, the like the first round of grandkids looks a little different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the size of the font is a little bit different. I like, I like the material, when, I, like when, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> so you can tell that, like, I was there first, you know. <laughs> I mean, technically, you were there third. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to have to go to your parents during Christmas time again to see all the stockings. Yes. Christmas Christmas yeah. in Beaumont. Hers has uh, penguins on it, which I thought was cute. Yes. Yeah, I like penguins. I love penguins. I got Christmas cards for all my nieces and nephews with penguins on it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. At first, I I picked up one that was like, because all the packs of cards at Target were money cards, and some of them did Mm. not have good messages on them. It was basically like, 
here's some fat cash to make Christmas worth your time. And there was one with what? There's one with penguins on it that was basically like, here's the reason for the season, money. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is not <laughs> the lesson I want to send. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was That's so lame. It was really upsetting. I wanted to call Hallmark again and be like, excuse me. <laughs> I have another complaint. <laughs> yeah, right? We're in we're in good with Hallmark now, so we should have a direct line. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I I like those papyrus cards. Oh, those which, are they're like ten dollars. They were ten. But... It was nine ninety nine. I checked because I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, cute! I'll get the. I will not get these. I know. I. It's kind of shameful. You can say this is a safe space. It's just me and you. And thirty other people. <laughs> um, thirty thirty four this week. <sighs> thirty four other people. Um. Welcome, guys. We're so glad you're here. Oh my gosh, thanks for sharing your time with us. It really is the most precious thing that people can do is share their time with others. It's a precious moment. Yes. (laughs) Makes me want to go to the Christian General Store. Did I tell you my parents brought me my a whole bunch of like stuff from their house, but one box was just the precious moments birthday train oh man i wonder whatever happened to mine i have i have mine and i'm debating what to do with it i don't know what to do with it well if you have kids then you should keep it like keep it in case you have children Uh, do you think it'll be still be cool do you think they'll be like 10 and they'll be like look at this cool birthday train well, I don't think when they're 10, probably, but when they're, like, 4, maybe. Okay. Well, it goes up to 10, so, like, wow. I want them to appreciate it. I'm sorry, you were telling a story. Yeah, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> it was for it was for just me and you and all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, but I still don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, it'll come back to you. You're going to listen to this episode later, and you're going to be like, oh, that's what that story was. <laughs> no, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, have you listened to our podcast on a different speed than normal? No, but that's really funny that you can do that. You can. Um, my friend Riley <laughs> asked, and I was like, I haven't done that, but I want to now. I bet my laugh sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen to, I'm going to go back and listen to all of them on like all different speeds. Oh, what app do you have to do that uh, on? Any of them? <laughs> I know on you Apple. Po- I got it. I know on Apple Podcasts you can change the speed. I think on Spotify oh. too. I never even knew you could do that. Yeah, that's a thing. Like when you really, or maybe I did know. But when you really, I've tried to listen to podcasts in different speeds though, and it's upsetting. It just doesn't seem right. It makes me feel like I'm going crazy. But also, I feel like most of the ones that I've really gotten into are, like, true crime, where there's kind of, like, they set the mood. Yeah, you gotta listen so it's not to quite those the same. at a certain tone. Yeah. 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 Did you have any news for the week? Uh, the president got impeached yesterday. Oh my gosh, Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about that? I think I heard something about. I think I heard something about that somewhere. 
Oh man, and and then seeing you know, social media is a funny funny thing when stuff like this happens. And uh, I had to buy the Houston Chronicle this morning, an actual physical copy of a newspaper, which I haven't bought maybe ever. I wanted to, and then they didn't. Ha- I couldn't find any newspapers at Target, so I quickly gave up. Mm. So when my kids ask me about it, I'll be like, Ugh. "Sorry, guys. Sorry, go over to Aunt Juju's." She's uh she's San JJ. Whatever. <laughs> My kids will call you something different. Okay. Uh you know what? Whatever they want to call me, that's fine. Yes. Cause one half calls me JJ. Okay. And then the other half of the kids call me Julie. Oh, they're much more formal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Madam Julie. <laughs> Miss, do they call you Miss Julie? <laughs> they call me Miss Maxie. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Maxie Esquire. They go to call you Julie and you're like, no, please call me Miss Maxie. <laughs> I'm turning into my mother. <laughs> you're demanding to turn it to your mother. <laughs> Oops. Well, it's because I only see them like once a year. (laughs) Yeah. If that. Yeah. Yeah. Cuties. The Christmas card. The Christmas card made the fridge. So if your mom's listening, I wondered which she might be because I showed her how to listen to it last week. Oh, I'm just Which I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but okay. I mean, the could be the best idea you've ever had or the worst idea. We'll see how it plays out. See if I'm still invited to Christmas. Uh, she she sends a couple days. She sends a redaction for the Christmas card, <laughs> but she only takes <laughs> you off. <laughs> oh yeah, they definitely like Melissa more than me. <laughs> like, there's no question. <laughs> But you know her and my mom are like the same person, so. Well, yeah. We do marry. I, we do marry our parents. I am my father. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Isn't that wild how that stuff works? Mm-hmm. It's like hanging out with my wife and my parents, and I'm just like staring at my dad and my wife, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> too late but you know what i think too it is too late now it's locked in both of our parents like they've been married for so long like it it's a good thing yeah like they have good marriages absolutely yeah my parents are just celebrated like 47 years or something dude my parents wait my parents wait they've been married the same amount my parents were 47 this year oh okay and they're already planning like the big five zero trip, apparently. Ooh. That's what I heard from my sister in law. Where are they going to have left to go? <laughs> They've been everywhere. I don't know, like Antarctica, Mars. That's what I was going to say. Mars. <laughs> you know what I do want to do? What do is, you want to uh, do? I want to go see the um, Northern Lights. Sometime. Ooh, Aurora Borealis. Uh huh. That is the name for it. I bet. Yeah. I bet our friend Liz can see it from her house, along with Russia. <laughs> is she far enough? North? I don't know. 
I wish, but I, I, maybe. I feel like, I, well, I don't know if this is true. I, I was thinking you have to be in the Arctic Circle to see it, but maybe that's not true. I don't know. Listeners, if you're out there, please call in. <laughs> um, Liz, please call in if you've um, found a, an app to listen to us on. <laughs> if you're listening on Stitcher. She <laughs> If we showed up on Stitcher and you can listen to us, congratulations. We did that on purpose. Please call in. <laughs> let us know if you can see the Northern Lights from your house. Or anyone who has any information. If you have any information about the Northern Lights, please let us know. <laughs> All right. We should probably get into it, huh? Let's do it. We're Angelical All Cats, Angelical right. Cats. Your song was good too. Have Have you seen the reviews for Cats? <laughs> um. Yes, and it looks straight up cursed. Yeah. If I still use mood or mind-altering substances in any way, (laughs) you better believe that I would be tripping when I saw that movie. See, I feel like it would make it scarier. I feel like going to see that on drugs would be like going through the tunnel in Willy Wonka. (laughs) That is a scary scene. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wait, what's the song he sings? That's not the song. No, it's... um... It's a weird, like... That whole scene is so scary. It's almost like a spoken word. Yes. And there's that snake. Yeah. Kids movies in, like... uh, Kids movies in, like, the 70s and 80s were, like, so fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see my status about Oliver and Company? I did, Yeah. I asked my wife to turn it on and then had to make sure there wasn't anything scary in it. <laughs> like Great Mouse Detective. Great Mouse Detective. That scene where, like, what is it, a bat? That bat. Mm-mm. Oh, and I was so fragile that night that she turned it on. I couldn't have handled that bat. I still I still haven't been able to watch Great Mouse Detective since we got Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I don't think I've watched it since I was a kid. I probably watched it, like, one time and I was like, nope. It's such a good movie, and then that bat shows up. Maybe I just fast-forwarded all the way through the bat, and then... And that shit is scary. Yeah. Not okay. I watched Aristocats the other night, too. Ah, oh, love Aristocats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the, um... Whatever it is in arpeggios. Uh, where they're, like, dancing on the piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a cat. It's a great song. That's your song. That's my song. <laughs> that's what I that's my walk up song. <laughs> when I'm playing baseball. When I'm in the major yes. leagues. That's like, a so, really good one. <laughs> some people get like some people get like rap songs or like country songs and then and then I get ready to go up there and they blast everybody wants to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh i love that all right cat what are we talking about this week 
Talking about fake news. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, as I was researching fake news today, I kept singing it into like every like song that I was singing throughout the day. <laughs> it was really weird. Like So can I have an example? I was trying to think. <laughs> of course as soon as I say it, they all go away. <laughs> oh, it was hanged the hang time. Remember the hang time? Yes. Hang time. Hang it together. <laughs> so then it turns into <laughs> fake news. Faking together. Yeah. And then it just kind of went like that. Putting it all online. Yes. Because it's, cause it's <gasps> putting it on the Oh line. my gosh. You are so good at this. Yeah. Wow. So if anybody out there needs us to write some fake news songs. Yes. Um, just call in. Weird Al, if you're listening. <laughs> We're available. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're talking about fake news. And we're going to start with a little history. And a little background Perfect. on the king of fake news. Fox News. Mm, which mm-hmm. that news part is also in quotes. <laughs> because every time they're accused of like fake news or something. Or like putting out false information. They're always like, oh, no, we're just an entertainment program. <laughs> yeah. But also, we're putting out information like it's the news. So, anyway, so, Fox News. We're, I'm just going to call it Fox from here on out. Is that okay? Can everybody follow? I think we'll be fine. Okay, thank you. All right, so Fox started October 7th, 1996 by... Really? Yeah. Did you think it was going to be older or younger? I just didn't realize it's been around that long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rupert Murdoch started it mm. with Roger Ailes. <clears throat> right. Um, and it was labeled like the fair and balanced um, news network because all the news was so left leaning and liberal. And um, they wanted to have a network that was more for conservative viewers. Yes. So they started it and they um, kind of reading about like the design for it made it sound like a children's show. (laughs) Like they wanted it to be really bright and eye popping, um, eye catching. I mean, and um, when I watch it, it's eye popping. (laughs) I'm just. I just pop my eyeballs out and throw them away. Um, <laughs> um, there were a lot of like bold statements and bullet points on the screen, and they wanted it to be very visual so that it could still be consumed even with the sound was off, mm-hmm. um, which makes it very um, conducive to like you know the airport or like when it's on in the background in a restaurant, like you can still see what they're saying. So you can still consume it because it's very visual. So are they the ones that came up with that? What is it called? A cryon on the bottom? No, I don't know if they came up with it, but they've definitely utilized it. Yeah. Um, and so I think we've all kind of, I mean, we've seen Fox along with the right wing, just like, move over to the right more and more 
Um, which, I mean, I guess from when I used to, like, watch it, because my parents would have it on, it didn't seem as crazy as it seems now, but I'm also way more aware of the world and issues. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they have a lot of very controversial headlines, a lot of very racist and sexist and homophobic stories. Um, along with a history of controversies, like, you know, a bunch of sexual harassment with Roger Ailes was kicked out because of that. Um, O'Reilly, um, left the network. I believe it was related to like sexual harassment charge. I think he had to pay out like 32 million to women. Um, and yeah, the, Lately, they, you know, focus on, you know, denying climate change, conspiracy theories like the Seth Rich murder, um, George Soros running everything. What's what's that all about? Uh, The Seth Rich? I mean, I I know a little bit. They think that the DNC had something to do with it. Yeah, it was that he, like, worked for the DNC and um, he... It was like a robbery gone wrong, and he mm. and he died, and then they tried to turn the conspiracy into like the DNC and Hillary had him murdered because he knew too much. <laughs> and so many times with um, these stories and conspiracies, they're proven wrong, yet the um, networks still hammer them home, like. Mm-hmm. You know, Hillary's emails, um, you know, Obama having a terrorist fist bump with Michelle, (laughs) the whole birther movement, like all this stuff was proven wrong, but they just keep saying it over and over and over and over and over. Um, Yeah, some of the racist ones were the terrorist fist bump and Santa being white, which was a which was a big Me- Megan Kelly. Oh yeah, thing. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of Megan Kelly, are you going to go see Bombshell? Oh, absolutely. We saw the preview for it tonight and um Ashlyn was like, "We're going to see that." And I'm like, "Yeah, we are." Like Charlize Theron is so good. Okay, so she had a Fresh Air interview this week that was fantastic. I highly recommend it. It's got a lot of nice. twists and turns, but she does talk about, like, the experience of, like, turning into Megyn Kelly. Like, I really, uh, upon first glance, I thought it was really her. Right? It's because, um, and she talks about this in the interview, but I'm going to spoil it. She, they did a lot of prosthetic stuff yeah. for her and I think for um, Nicole Kidman. And they, she got, she had eyelid prosthetics what yeah it was that's crazy yeah like make her eyes look more like megan kelly and she had to lower her voice yeah she did and she had to like you know of course like study like the speed and tone and everything of her voice um some of the other headlines that i pulled uh some of the sexist one was the claim that 
men should it was like a study that proved that men should dominate women (laughs) (laughs) um in what in everything they they were like mad that (laughs) it was about i think the percentage of women in higher education which has been higher than men for um like 20 or 30 years yeah and they did not like that um a bit we can't let them learn never (laughs) can't how they fit this classroom in this kitchen (laughs) um a ben carson one was that um uh being gay was essentially practicing bestiality wow yeah yeah ben carson the the doctor thinks that that be having same sex relationships and fucking an animal is the exact same thing so which one's the animal <laughs> like well i'm a cat so i assume <laughs> i assume i'm the animal oh, oh i have a feeling here's my back here's my imaginary backstory on this Ben Carson was in a bar and he heard some gay dudes talking about bears. And he thought they were actually fucking bears. That <laughs> If I believe he went to bars, uh I don't know, maybe he does. Okay, maybe he's in like a Chili's. Yeah, he was probably in the Chili's and the heard him talking about it. He was in a Chili's and heard some guys. Um, (laughs) That's probably really what it was. What else did I find? That's that's my theory. Um, Poor people obviously aren't actually poor because they own refrigerators. Right. You can't be poor and own a refrigerator. Even though they're like in 98.9% of homes. (laughs) (laughs) And then um one of my personal favorites was uh, Newt Gingrich would be a better president because of his history of infidelity. Wow. Because so many women met Newt and were so hot and horny for him <laughs> that, that the rest of the country just couldn't help themselves. Wow. But be so- attracted to mm-hmm. his magnetic body. I met Newt Gingrich once. Were you uh, were, and, were you aroused? Uh, I can say that I was not aroused. Um, <laughs> it actually reinforced how gay I am. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. And I was actually like pretty conservative back then too. But you were so you were trying to get turned on. Yeah. You were like, this is my last shot. <laughs> It's like if if anything's gonna work, it's gonna be this. If Newt Gingrich can't turn me on, no no man can. <laughs> and that's the last day you were straight. <laughs> anyway, so that's so the so yeah, so Fox was supposed to be like started as like the other side and it's just like moved so far right, like half the shit is like conspiracy theories and like white nationalism and it's just kind of scary and people consume people including our president do we still call him the president even after he's impeached 
Yeah. Do we have to say the president and like draw an asterisk in the air? <laughs> yeah. We, no, that we do use air quotes now. For okay. That. Okay. So the president, air quotes, um, <laughs> and many people. I mean, they've done lots of surveys. Like the majority of people who watch Fox News are older, whiter, richer, more conservative. Mm-hmm. But speaking of impeachment, there was a Fox News survey that said like 50% of people surveyed believed the president should be impeached and 54% believed he should be impeached or should also be removed. Wow. I I do feel, I mean, to some extent that people are getting to a place where it's like, all right, like too much. Mm-hmm. Even... Even those that have kind of, like, stood by so far and been like, let's just see, like, the economy is good. Right. Like, if things are going for me, good for me, like, I'll be all right. Yeah. And then, you know, he essentially says things like, I can do anything I want. And, uh, you know, and then last night at the rally in Michigan, rails against this congresswoman and her dead husband oh my gosh did you hear about that he said well i was gonna make a status about how i can't wait to get to hell because john dingle's the first person i'm gonna meet now (laughs) but i thought that might be (laughs) insensitive but yeah he's like he said this like great is he a he was a congressman right yeah like he did so much good stuff and he was a veteran he because he was in the army and this, like, great guy who actually was, like, bipartisan back when that was, like, actually a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and he, and Trump's going off, yeah, about how he's, like, in hell and just, like, a trash person. And it was so gross. Yeah. So e- even... I haven't listened to the audio on it, but... Oh, I can't. The caption underneath what I read said like there were audible groans in the audience when he I hope so. got done saying yeah. that because it's just I, I really do believe there's got to be some point well, where the people that have stuck by him so far Christianity Today um, put out an article which I was just skimming over because our good friend Josh tagged me and Perfect. they put an article out that was like, um, so I think Trump's gone too far. Yeah. And they, because I guess was that was Christianity founded by, um, Billy Graham or they kept referencing Billy Graham as like an influence. Uh, I don't know. And they were like, we don't think he would be comfortable with this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't, no one should be comfortable with this. Yeah. Like, I understand a lot of, like, where conservative values are coming from. Um, But I don't understand how things have gotten this far out of hand and how, like, how far the fake news stories and the conspiracy theories have gone that just the shit people believe. Yeah. It is... It's wild. Um, You know, I, when we started talking about fake news, um, 
you know, my mind kind of goes to social media first. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people my own age, but then there's a lot of older people on Facebook. And so some are my parents' friends, etc. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'll get messages from one one woman in particular. <laughs> and I mean, it is just like total like off the wall conspiracy. There's no way this is factual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like beyond reason fake. And Oh, I also saw some anti vax stuff too. Nice in some, on Fox in some of the Fox stories. That's crazy. Yeah. Whenever I find out somebody's anti-vax, I'm like so disappointed. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too. I found one out not too long ago and it like really just changed my view of that person completely. Man. Yeah, that's a bummer. But yeah, like the way that like the fake news and like the propaganda has just grown over the past few years and the way like social media the way that we share information it used to be very obvious like what was real and what was fake yeah and now there's not there's not that much of a line unless you are like really researching where these sources are from which people don't they read a headline and i've fallen for this stuff too like i haven't read the whole story and I've commented on something and then I've gone back and been like, whoopsie, that's wrong. Um, but when we don't question sources and we don't, which is funny because I did a lot of my research on Wikipedia. Because <laughs> um, I didn't want to actually get on Fox News and give them the clicks. <laughs> so That's so funny. <laughs> so shout out to our sponsor, Wikipedia. <laughs> providing information about things when I don't actually want to go to the source and give them the clicks. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I was thinking about was um, Babylon B. Mm-hmm. You've heard of that. I also didn't want to give them the clicks, but I had to give them a couple. But um, So, for those who do not know, Babylon B is a Christian satire site. It was supposed to be a Christian response to The Onion. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they, this guy started it in March of 2016 because he wanted Christians to be able to laugh and he wanted to like entertain people the same way us secular folks got to be entertained. Oh, wow. And... <laughs> Um, He actually sold it, I forget when the date was, but one of the reasons he sold it was because he felt like he was getting, um, wait, I was about to say censured. Um, That's not the word. (laughs) What's the word for when someone, like, stops you from saying a thing? Like, they censored. Censored? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What's censured? Isn't that with court censure yeah it's like when a, a an official like gets reprimanded like sanctions kind okay. of <laughs> i'm very smart um so he felt like he was getting censored one thing was snopes the fact check site 
mm-hmm. um, kept fact checking their stories. Because I guess, I mean, they were getting shared like any other stories. And I would be willing to bet that they also fact check Onion stories. But, you know, they wanted to be mad that Snopes was fact checking them and saying that their stories were false, which they were. But they, like, <laughs> pressured Snopes into, like, starting, like, a satire category to, like, so there's true, false, and then there's satire. Oh, Lord. Okay. Which is another way of saying, like, false. Yeah. And you'll know it if you actually, like, look into it. And um, another reason was because they felt they were getting censored by um, Facebook. Because it was try- it was taking down their stories. Really? Mm-hmm. Which hmm. is funny, considering what we know about Facebook and the right wing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so they sold the site. And so I was trying to look up some older headlines from the B because I remember when it first came out and we call it the B, those of us in the, in the know. Um, (laughs) um, and I remember it being like real cute, like funny, like little jabs at like the church and religion and things that like. Um, like one I found was like worship leader caught an infinite loop between bridge and chorus, <laughs> um, mountain climber recovering from decision to let go and let God <laughs> like no. cute little things like that. And then, but I feel like lately, which I don't go and find, you know, Babylon B headlines, but I feel like lately the ones that I see are always political and they always sound like they could actually be a Fox news headline. Mm. Like, I feel like they're pulling from the same sources. (laughs) Um, Some of the political ones that I looked up, um, it said like Dems to congratulate each other on meaningless impeachment vote. Uh, there was one about Lisa Page. Um, if you remember wow. who Lisa Page is, yeah. she was in the intelligence community and having an affair with another guy in the intelligence community and their uh, text messages were found and they were just like talking about how Trump was a douchebag idiot. And apparently it meant that because they thought Trump was a douchebag idiot, um, they couldn't be used as reliable sources, and I believe she was fired. Okay. Um, which then, I think last week or two weeks ago, during some of the hearings, they found records of other people in the intelligence community who were talking about how awesome Trump was and how dumb Democratic voters were, but the same thing didn't happen to those people, of course just the ones that talk bad about trump um but the trump had the lisa page headline was lisa page to teach college course on how to make yourself out to be a victim um they have a lot about greta thunberg the you know environmentalist um of course they still have a lot about hillary (laughs) and yeah it really does like and so I was thinking, 
like all these Babylon Bee headlines that are popping up on my wall now, it seems like, yes, like if you recognize the website as satire, but if you don't like this literally seems like, like the next generation of Fox news. Yeah. Like it feels like this is the way we get like Gen Xers and millennials to like, maybe read, you know, maybe read these headlines, maybe believe this stuff that we've been saying, because like these same stories are like repeated on Fox. That's wild. And um, I did find an article from a study. Again, ChristianityToday.com. I've spent a lot of time there today. (laughs) (laughs) I've spent more time on ChristianityToday.com just in one day than I probably have ever in my entire life. (laughs) Cumulatively. (laughs) Um, So they did a study about if people picked up on what was satire and what they thought was real. And they found that Babylon B was more likely to fool Republicans and the onion was Mm. more likely to trick Democrats. And most of the headlines were about like on Babylon B, it was like making fun of Democrats. The onion would be like making fun of Republicans. Mm -hmm. And it seemed to me like it's more likely that you're going to believe something crazy about the other side because you already have a negative view of them for sure right like if i already think the crew or the whatever they call those gals in the in the in the house what do they call like aoc and her buddies uh i don't know terrorists i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well they do yeah they do uh (laughs) um But anyway, so, yeah, so you're more likely to believe that the other side is dumb. And so you're going to believe a headline about them being dumb because you already have that perception about them. Yeah. But they found out that the Babylon Bee headlines fooled Republicans more often than the Onion fooled Democrats. Mm. And so just a quick stat of like the ones that fooled them the most. Um, It was like 22% of Republicans thought the headline was true from Babylon B versus um, 8.6% of Democrats. But then on the onion, only 13.2% of Democrats believed it. Uh, So it was a much smaller percentage of democrats believing the onion headlines than republicans believing the headlines from babylon b so i i would wonder if you know that has anything to do with the fact that like the younger generations tend to lean left Mm -hmm. um and as someone that grew up on the internet is a lot easier for me to understand how to find a source. Yeah. Uh, than someone who's just like randomly clicking on stuff and how do I get rid of this? Oh my God. Now, now <laughs> it's your background. So yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. Speaking of AOC. Yeah. <laughs> 
So this is a while back and I was having a conversation with someone and they are conservative Mm -hmm. and they were saying kind of like, not like railing against her, but just, you could tell they had this impression that she was just real dumb and Oh, yeah, because that's, um, like, Fox is always talking about how ditzy she is and how stupid she is, and she's just a dumb yeah. bartender. Yeah. and uh, With a bachelor's degree. <laughs> yeah. From um, a really good college. And, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, and they, they were going on about something she said, and their comment was like, who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was my reply back to them. Like, Okay, well, like, why do you care that she said, that she, like, allegedly said blah, blah, blah? Yeah. And they just kind of looked at me like, oh, I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you care because someone told you to be mad about this. I, I put it in perspective like this. You know, she's not, she's not my representative, but, um, you know, she represents a district in New York. And... She's one of 435 House members, mm-hmm. meaning she's one of the least powerful because she's a freshman representative. Right. Like she's one of the least powerful people in there. Right. So whatever perceived threat you have from her is literally fabricated. <laughs> yeah. I was like, trying to, I would love to see like a breakdown of like the most talked about um, topics. Like, I wanted to see how many times, like, Hillary's emails were referenced during, like, leading up to the 2016 election. And then, like, yeah, how often in the last six months did they talk about AOC? How many times? Oh, the squad. Isn't that what they, I think that's what they call themselves. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, how many times were they referenced? Um, You know, and how many times they're brought up? Because I feel like I see these these clips, like, float by, you know, quickly on Twitter when I'm brainlessly scrolling through and you know it's always some story about how like yeah she's you know in a district with like just full of dirty immigrants and oh i didn't even say anything about immigrants they hate they hate immigrants they yeah oh (laughs) yeah immigrants are yeah immigrants are terrorists and yeah aoc's district is dirty and gross like that was one lately that i saw scroll by and um, one of the other members of the squad is, you know, like a terrorist. And, you know, one said, impeach the motherfucker. Which I love. <laughs> well, they did. They did say they did that. Say that. <laughs> that was. That is not fake That news. was actually true. Um, but yeah, and they just like. <laughs> and it was like. It, I feel like it really kicked up. During again, I, I don't want research for this. I would love to see it. Um, like during Obama's years, you know, they would mm. find a thing. They would find his tan suit <laughs> yeah. and just talk about it for like two weeks straight. Like, oh, the disrespect he has for wearing a tan suit during a press conference. Oh, he ate fucking gray poupon. I can't believe. He's right. he's an elitist. He the whole birther movement. Like, you know, he's not an American. Where's his birth certificate? And they just find these like bullshit stories and 
mostly fake stories and just talk about them nonstop because they have 24 hours. They have the whole, yeah, they got the whole day now. We got 24 hour news and they just go off about it over and over and over and over and over. And if you watch this stuff for like hours a day, it's going to affect you and you're going to believe it. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you, if you listen to, um, well, Trump speak definitely, or like see his tweets, but all that stuff is like repeated over and over again on Fox news. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uses those buzzwords mm-hmm. and, and Fox news does it too. It's so like anything like abortion, uh, or like anything about the military or so, um, they're always the corrupt Democrats. Yeah, the the coastal elite. Um, and you keep reinforcing those things mm-hmm. over and over and over again. It's almost like a giant word association game. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Pavlovian. Yeah. Like it gets to the point where you hear libtard and you're just like, ugh. You hear like Nancy Pelosi's name and you're just like angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so you immediately go in with you, you've already made up your mind. Yeah. Um have you have you watched The Great Hack? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. I still haven't watched it. Uh you need to watch it, especially after we're talking about this. Tell us about it. Um yeah, so it's a documentary on Netflix right now and it highlights um how fake news was sort of weaponized in the 2016 election, Mm. which of course started before, right? I mean, it started during the Obama years, like you were saying. Yeah. So it, it um, starts off with uh, kind of the guy that he, he called out. I don't know that he was like the original guy that called out Cambridge Analytica, but Mm -hmm. one of the major, Guys, I know he's a professor somewhere, and I think he does some journalist work. But um, he's he's teaching in a class, and he's he says, um, you know, how many of you have ever been convinced that the microphone on your phone is listening to your conversations because of something that that popped up mm-hmm. uh, on you know an ad or whatever? And everybody in the room raised their hand. And I mean, I've had that conversation too. Like, what? How did it know that? Yeah. Um, but really, the answer is the algorithms that determine what we see on social media and in ads is just so accurate mm-hmm. that it basically knows what you're going to do next. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I believe yeah. that my Instagram algorithms are so good. Yeah. Like I want to buy everything. <laughs> Instagram algorithms knows what I want. Yeah, I mean it it is insane because and what it does is all our information especially now in this age is digital digital in some way. Mm-hmm. So every time that we run our credit card, every time that we go to a a site, click somewhere, every time we download an app, Anything like that. I mean, that's a data point for someone to grab. Yeah. And so you have a group like Cambridge Analytica, which 
boasted that they have, I think they say in the, in the documentary, they have like 5,000 data points on any particular voter in the U.S. Wow. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah. So the professor that I was talking about a minute ago basically filed a lawsuit because he wanted to get the data points that Cambridge Analytica had on him. Oh, okay. And they wouldn't reveal it. And so he filed this lawsuit. And I don't know that it's even done yet. Um, they only kind of touch on that briefly in the documentary. But mm-hmm. there's a woman that worked at Cambridge Analytica during, I don't know when she got there, but she worked there during the 2016 election. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how they weaponized social media in order to get people to vote for Donald Trump. And so they found people through these algorithms Mm -hmm. that they believed they could change the way they think that they were like manipulatable. Mm -hmm. And then they started feeding these graphics into their news feeds dude and somebody shares it and then mm-hmm. i mean you know it's off to the races yeah um and that's how you know they got that done um was basically creating this this stuff out of nowhere you know yeah. hillary's the devil or whatever oh my gosh and yeah. uh feeding it to some like no offense but to anybody backwoods that's listening to this but some backwoods <laughs> hey we have a lot of listeners in the backwoods <laughs> someone that will believe anything you tell them yeah and hillary is the devil so whatever yeah and they share it and and that's what again like reinforcement over and over again yeah and after months of that of course you believe it yeah and it is just like that conditioning of like oh i I don't like hillary clinton she's not good and then it's like oh okay here's a story about how she's just like a little bad okay like here's a story about her email okay and then here's a story about like haiti and the clinton foundation and then here's a story Mm. about how she killed seth rich and then here's a story about how she had an underground pedophile ring in a pizza restaurant and then like it it takes those slow steps and builds on that news and breaks down your tolerances until it does it gets people to the point where they're like Hillary Clinton goes into people's homes and eats their babies yeah <laughs> yep so for someone like me um that beautiful can't... well yeah <laughs> I mean, what else is there? But <laughs> that's it. You're just a vapid <laughs> beauty. <laughs> but I'll get on social media and I'll see something that is fake news. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I would just like ignore it. Mm-hmm. But I kind of gotten to the place where I've been able to like either like weed out friends that are idiots or. <laughs> <laughs> Or um, it, it's just a lot rarer that it kind of comes across my feed now. Yeah. And I will, I will tell the person. <laughs> <laughs> I will comment that 
it's not correct because whatever. And I'll post the site, the correct, like, citation, you know? You're just snopesing it up. Well, yeah, that and PolitiFact are really good. Yeah. Or just, like, the actual, like, news, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my mom asked me the other day, how, how do I tell if something's fake news? <laughs> she was like, is there some, like something i can like an app or something i was like well i mean just google it like what <laughs> well yeah but like see we, then that just shows your mom is an intelligent educated woman yeah but we have a different skin this goes back to what you're saying we have a different skill set with right the internet like we have a totally different relationship with the internet than your mom does right yeah yeah she was trying to like the card catalog out at the library and pull the encyclopedia yeah and it's like no no you well, we have Google. to we com. have to teach her how to use the encyclopedia of the internet <laughs> yeah. uh and i and i said my mom's a teacher so i said what would you ask your students to do mom like come on mm-hmm. and it was almost like oh yeah i never thought about it like that and it's like man if you see something that sounds like, eh, I don't know, that's kind of crazy. Like, it's probably not true. So you can literally just type in whatever, and it will be on the internet. Yeah. With whether it's true or not. But sometimes I'll see those, like, wild, like, you know how, like, the right-wing people on, like, Twitter will, like, have a story that they really sink their teeth into? Like, something about, like, you know, AOC is, you know, in, injecting heroin into fellow congressmen <laughs> and that'll just be like all over twitter for a while and i'll like google it and it'll like all the websites that'll show up will be like you know babylon b and then like right wing theories dot net and like mm-hmm. trump for prez forever and then like you just see the websites but of course the algorithms and the and the people behind this stuff like they get smarter and so they start making you know they try to make these web pages sound more and more believable they try to make these stories sound more and more believable so it is harder and it's really hard to keep up yeah there's a lot of um like quote-unquote news sources that i see people post from and if i if i'm not familiar with it so if it's not like one of the big ones, like MSNBC, CBS, ABC, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, or like just Associated Press or Reuters. Yeah. Any of those. Um, then I'll try and at least look at the website or, I mean, do a quick Google and see what comes up on their Wikipedia. So like, it'll, you can generally find like how they lean. Yeah. Either just by like, looking at their website and being like oh what are these headlines point towards right (laughs) you know um because it'll be like oh the nationalreview.com it's like well that kind of sounds legit you know yeah but if you go on there and it's crazy stuff i don't even know if that's a real website or not but uh i'm sure it probably is probably but uh yeah i mean you do have to be careful because this stuff looks real it does yeah be careful little eyes what you see 
Oh, National Review is a real thing. Oh, is it? Biden cruises and Buttigieg takes fire in the wine cave debate. <laughs> what does that mean? You know what? I have no idea. I did not watch debates tonight. We went to the movies. Mm-hmm. What did you see? Uh, Knives Out. Oh, was that good? Um, it was good. There were some slow parts. Um, like I did check my phone once or twice. But the cast is like star-studded, huh? So star-studded. Um, <laughs> Chris um, Evans wears that sweater that I have one that looks just like it so every time I wear it uh, I send a picture to Logan and she tells me that I look hotter than Chris Evans <laughs> that's a good friend because everyone should have a friend who tells them that they are hotter than Chris Evans yeah where are my friends at I just told you you're beautiful oh yeah you're right you're hotter than Sh- Thank you. Charlize Theron <gasps> okay don't push it <laughs> <laughs> oh, too far. Much more believable that I'm hotter than Chris Evans. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it was a good. It was a good movie. I like the ending a lot. All right. Yeah, I saw a preview for it, and I was like, "Oh, that looks pretty good." Yeah. And I just noticed there were so many people. In it. Like, I love Tony Collette. Yes. And I know she's in it. Yes. Something about her, man. Her face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I should plus she's a good actress, but I really like her. Yeah. She's Australian or something, huh? I believe so. Yeah. But you can't tell. She's got a good American accent. Yeah. Just like that guy mm-hmm. who's in um Star Wars. John Bodega. Oh yeah? That's not his last name. <laughs> Black guy. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah. He's such a good actor. And he's very funny. I've seen like clips of him in real life and he's very, very funny. Um, but yeah, he's like a, he's like a Dell British. So I've only, I've not seen any Star Wars, but. Oh my gosh. Last week you said you hadn't seen any Avengers and then you listed like five Avengers. Okay. But I legit (laughs) haven't seen any Star Wars. (laughs) So I've only ever heard him talk in like interviews or something on TV. Okay. So I didn't even know that he, so he has an American accent in Star Wars. Yes. Tattooing or something. Yeah, he has a tattoo. Is that still a planet? He has a tattooing. I don't know. I just like, I'll tell you what about Star Wars. I really enjoy watching the new Star Wars because they're just like fun to me. I never mm. remember the stories. Like, we're going to go see the new one tomorrow, and like, I don't know anybody. And I don't remember any of their stories. And I'm not going to review it before I go in. I'm just going to like consume it and just be happy and just see some lightsaber action. There you go. I mean, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I should talk about one week? I should talk about how they call one of the the girl character, they call her a Mary Sue. Have you heard that term before? No. It's a term that describes, like, a female character who can magically do everything. And, like, a bunch (laughs) of, like, I don't know, gamer bros got mad that like a woman was on the screen who could do everything because apparently they've never experienced a man on the screen who can suddenly do everything (laughs) because that's never happened before and so they had to name it like there's no male equivalent of a mary sue Mm -hmm. like no one went out of their way to name a male character who can just suddenly do everything um and so they call that girl a mary so any pretty much every 
main character woman who can do everything they call Mary Sue because they're mad that a woman can do stuff. Yeah, that's fake news for sure. (laughs) I mean, Uh. they're watching Star Wars apparently for the realism. So I think that might be the first mistake. (laughs) Anyway, bombshell in theaters now. (laughs) I do want to see it. If you want to learn about fake news and sexual harassment and Darcy Carden. So, uh, speaking of Roger Ailes earlier. Yes. uh, Bring it all back. I forget what I was watching. It was a documentary somewhere. And it was basically talking about how when Roger Ailes, um, and who's the other guy that founded it? Oh, Oh, Rupert Rupert Murdoch. Murdoch. So when they were getting it together, so Roger Ailes had um, experience in conservative politics. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, I think maybe he was like a speechwriter. Uh, I can't remember exactly what his position was, but so before that, I mean, he he was um, active in conservative politics. Yes, and so he basically created this network so that he could, I mean create a narrative yeah for conservatism and then it be that like power um like it become the um source and that power behind the conservative movement Mm -hmm. and i mean you know obviously he's a trash human uh and or he was (laughs) but uh Oh, yeah, like, he's dead, isn't that's he? That's pretty... Yeah. But that that's actually, like, pretty brilliant. I mean... Because it's been so successful. Yeah, if you look at, like, what Rupert Murdoch did in the 90s, and, I mean, and Roger Ailes, and Newt Gingrich, and how they just, like, transformed political discussion. Mm-hmm. Which, like, somebody, of course, on my Facebook was, like talking about like how everything's so partisan and when did this happen and i'm like yeah pay like read some history like in the 90s and you know like late 80s all these guys were working on this like machine to get the power and the message and to Mm -hmm. be the voice in the room and 30 years later here we are yeah it has very little to do with I think what most people think it has to do with like conservatism now isn't really about small government. No, it's not about the budget. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> what are we up? Uh, it, I mean, isn't it the, the deficit, the highest it's like ever been? Yeah. And it like, wasn't that bad in 2016 and it's like well, tripled or something. But if, if you go back, like, to bill clinton so that budget expanded like exponentially under george w bush Mm -hmm. like that was the beginning of that well yeah because everybody was like scared and they just like wanted to like release the hounds on everything so the money just was flowing yeah and so it was like okay so at that point it was like unrecognizable republican party yeah um did you watch the? Re- oh, you told me about the the report yes did you notice 
in the background in one of those scenes because you were talking about Obama's tan suit earlier. Yes. That there was a clip of Obama in the tan suit. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Every time I see Obama in a tan suit, I just get so upset. Because <laughs> honestly, that was the headline for like weeks. Yeah. And I miss those days. Right? I miss the days when I didn't know who the Secretary of Nuclear Power was. Yeah. <laughs> or like the big headline was like Obama took a picture with a selfie stick. Yeah. I missed when that was a controversy. <laughs> anyway, happy impeachment. Right. Or is it Merry Impeachment? Merry Impeachment Day, everyone. Merry Impeachment Week. All right, shall we wrap it up? Oh, let's wrap it up. We tried to we tried to be better with time, but we absolutely were not. So Nope. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just has to accept that this is an 80-minute podcast, and you are stuck with us. We've got a lot to say. We do. We've got a lot of words to put in your ears. Uh, we got a lot of <laughs> we got a lot of fake news to counteract. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for spending this time with me, Julie, and listeners. And thank you for spending it with me. I love you, bud. I love you. All right. Bye. Bye.